Come in, damn it. You're sure a punctual bastard. Welcome to the podcast at Orgy Castle. Sit back, darling, and enjoy with your hosts, Derek and Paula. So here we are in 2019, Paula. <laughs> That's a two, a zero, a one, and a nine. Don't be intransigent. <laughs> Uh, with the second episode of podcast at Orgy Castle this year, and, uh, we have this stockpile of movies that are starting to accumulate that we because this is what we do now. I maybe we're just so acutely aware of the podcast um, and are, are out there consciously looking for this stuff now that uh, you and I kind of toss movies back and forth at each other. Yep. All the time. <laughs> Today's episode is about one of those movies that came out of nowhere because I saw this gloriously sexy. Oh, she's gorgeous. Fucking picture of Phyllis Davis from the movie Sweet Sugar that was made in 1972. That looked we watched the trailer and it uh, looked like this badass yeah. Jack Hill era exploitation women in prison type film whipping lesbians all kinds of fun stuff oh it it was a recipe for an amazing motion picture funny little shorts little midriff tops boobies everywhere oh i was so jacked to watch this movie so um (laughs) you want to do the honors and, and kind of describe what is sweet sugar what is this movie Okay, so we open up on Sugar, Phyllis, what's her name, Phyllis Davis? Yes. Delightful. She's delightful. She's a prostitute, and she's hanging out with a dude, and he pulls out some weed, and they light a joint, and he goes out for a second, which was weird because they were starting to get it on, remember, and we were like, what? But that kind of set the tone for the rest of the movie. Let's be be very clear about this, Paula, to our listeners. Not one man on earth, once Phyllis Davis starts taking off her top, would leave the fucking room. Nor, Not one. Nor would most women. Okay. So, <laughs> she's fine. She's beautiful. She's Let's just put this out there. Took the little purple dress off, got her down to the little brown panties and he leaves. And we're like, okay. Cause the two guys, two guys come back in. She's got a joint. She stuff. Yeah. She shoves it down into her throat. She gets busted for weed sent to jail. Right. Um, next thing you know, she's in jail. There's a beautiful black woman there, the less puzzy Pam Greer. And the next thing we know, they're throwing them in the back of a, a wagon <laughs> a truck and yep. taking them to cut sugar cane on a prison farm. Mm-hmm. A prison farm in which there are nefarious experiments going on. We are with Dr. John, Dr. John, the crazy guy who runs the place and he does experiments. Yeah. Um, so the the there's a lot of rape but we don't see it is there a lot of rape well there's a lot of insinuated implied yeah there's no actual sex or nudity in this film there's some nudity let's okay 40 minutes in i was talking to you paula that i was ready to jump ship because phyllis davis got me hot under the fucking collar like she does 
I'm just like, if this movie does not have Phyllis Davis getting naked or at least topless, this movie's getting zero out of five fucking Jackalmans out of pure principle. And at that point, I was kind of liking the movie because it was like a Jack Hill era Pam Greer movie. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of shorts, short exploitation. Oh, but the women were so gorgeous that yeah. I had faith. Yeah, there, there were tons and tons and tons and tons of beautiful, beautiful women who stayed mostly dressed the entire time. <laughs> and then and after the shower scene did not have a massive lesbian orgy scene. We had one pair of, of chicks with boobs swimming and kissing under a waterfall. That was it. That's all I got for my lesbian yeah. interaction. Not enough. Um, nope. Phyllis didn't get involved in any of it. She was in the shower for a second. What happened? Went to another scene. They, yeah, we got 24 frames of tits. He's tit. Just teased tit. And they were pretty tits, too. Oh, they were beautiful. Unlike the, in the Andy Milligan ones we were looking at where the tits were not pretty. The booties were pretty, but the titties oh, were yeah. pretty. They were, were real women. Yeah, yeah. Well, these were beautiful. And they were gorgeous. And they were on for like, they would flash the boobs for like three seconds. <sighs> so yeah. frustrating. Yeah, it was. And you almost you almost got some Phyllis, and then you're like four out of five Jackalmans, and it was like, wow, that's that's some desperation Jackalmans there. Oh, they were desperation Jackalmans. Yeah. I'll fully admit this. That was teased it. It was teased it. And they were teased the side. So much side tit, so much teased tit, and they kept doing it in the middle of this cockamamie movie that made no fucking sense. You know, somebody wrote a, 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 a summary, a synopsis on IMDb, and it's like a page and a half long. And it basically just goes from each little interlude to each little interlude to each little interlude. It was basically like a stream of consciousness movie. There was no plot. It's a vomit draft. Yeah, it is. Somebody just threw that up and then they made the movie. Yeah. So we did our own little vomit draft at the end of the movie because we're watching this thing and it's just literally once you get to the halfway point after they start introducing the nudity, it literally drives straight off a cliff into Absurdville. Yeah. It, like it doesn't make any sense. And I, the movie lost me completely. Well, it, yeah. I mean, it just goes from one. It, yeah, it just beelines from one thing to another. It's just a stream of consciousness. We go here, we go here, we go here, we go here, we go here. I mean, they're... So at some point they end up finding a skeleton and then going into the doctor's office and thinking that they have some sort of like leverage over him. And yeah. like Phyllis is carrying like a femur and the other lady has two skulls and they've got the, the beautiful black dude. And he's just like there. Cause he's a voodoo priest <laughs> <laughs> named Mojo. And so all of a sudden they had there. And so instead of saying, let us out of here or whatever, they they like negotiate for better wages. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the dumbest fucking well, we'll tell the labor inspectors. And it's just like, um, that was a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I, we want to create a union. We don't want to get the fuck out of here. Give us, so we can buy mascara at the canteen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it was there. They were, they tried to steal the gun a couple times. They stole the gun. There were a couple attempts at rebellion, but it was just mostly women running around in shorts. The like, whole movie coffee, was coffee cane and machetes and shorts. One gimmick. That's all he had. Let's go down the the line here of what we came up with. Because at the end of the movie, I, I said to you, this is going to be tough. I haven't retained a fucking thing for the last hour of this movie. And here's what we started vomiting out as were the key <laughs> points of this movie. Let, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Key point number one, cowhead. 
Oh, the cow head. Yeah. That came swinging in the real yes. cow head that just came swinging in. Yeah. And that was some sort of voodoo thing. It's some sort of voodoo thing. Cause this movie was very racist against people of color. Yeah, they, they, they burnt a beautiful black man at the stake and there were some end bombs dropped and lots of lots of, uh, yeah. And they just hated brown people in this yeah, movie. Yeah, definitely. Hated them. So anyways, Cowhead is number one. Number two, throwing cats. Oh, my God. That cat scene was awful. I had to, like, get off of it. Because at that one point when he, like, injected the cat, he was doing the experiments. They I don't know what they did, but they fucked up that cat. I have a cat that looks like that. I, don't, I didn't like that. So I flipped over to like Facebook for a second and so I can still hear the cat doing. And then all of a sudden I could hear because the cat was in pain. Mm-hmm. So they did real animal cruelty in this in this movie. There's genuine animal cruelty in this movie, which is weird because everything else is really fucking tame. Oh, it's so tame. I mean, we're jaded, but this was tame. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I heard then all of a sudden I heard women screaming and I'm like, OK, so I pop over and there's just like this puddle of of shorts and midriffs and boobies. Right. Covered. Yeah. People are all women are all over the floor, bloodied the floor, and there's cats all over the floor. And you can see that some of the cats are being kept there by a snack that's on the floor. So you see some cats like eating off of the floor, but then other cats are being thrown onto these women and the women are acting like the cats are attacking or them. attacking them. Let's be very, you missed the point. Literally people off screen are throwing cats at these women. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is so painfully obvious. Oh, it's a horror. Cats want nothing to do with these. It was horrible. It was absolutely just awful. As a cat lover, (laughs) it was terrible. So that's a whole scene. Yep, that's number two. Uh, Number three is foaming mouth mountain lion. Oh my gosh! So she gets away, right? And she's walking through the California backwoods um, (laughs) with her machete. Because I remember there were there were palm trees and turrets. That was weird when they first. She was came. trying to escape. This was her escape and, attempt. And she comes across a mountain lion sitting under a tree. And it's is it foaming? It looked like it was rabid. It was literally it's hissing at her with just foam all over its face. She's just sweet talking her way around the, the, the angry cat. And so it's basically to show that what she she's part beast master or something. I bet she is. Mark Singer and her are tight. That she that she's such sweet sugar that she can charm a mountain lion. I think the mountain lion was just so doped up it it couldn't get up. I think it had a Linda Lovelace thing going on. Yeah, it definitely had been sucking a lot of dick. So <laughs> the next point is uh, naked prison warden in the bathtub. Yes. So he sees sugar right working on the chain gang, and <laughs> he picks her out and says, tells him to send her to his chambers, right? And she gets there and he's in the tub. It's just full of Mr. Bubble, right? It's just full of Mr. Bubble. And he stands up and starts talking about sensual delights and his ability to do whatever. And he's got a bowl. And he starts like, I've seen you figure a woman would be doing. Right. Something. You, and, and she's talking, just basically talking smack back to him. And she refuses him and he gets mad. And, you know, then is that when she gets, that's not when she gets whipped. Does she get punished? She gets punished very soon after she is discovered with one of the guards. Right, and he whips the shit out of her and then shoots the guard. Well, the guard tries to turn babyface and take because she's getting whipped, and he's like, "Here, why don't you give me the whip?" And he takes the whip, 
Me. and decides to whip the other guard stupidly forgetting that the other guard has a gun that he promptly puts like seven bullets into yeah, it. Just unloads. Um, who was that guy? Who knows? Who knows who any of these people were? <laughs> I was so checked out of half of this fucking movie. I couldn't even tell you. There was a, at one point at the moment I saw boobs. I think I was satisfied and whatever happened afterward just didn't register because it was just so boring. So we still have a huge list to go through here. So let's keep going here. Um, we have lesbian waterfall kissing, which we've already talked about. Uh, voodoo priest burned at the stake, which we already talked about, which goes into the violent racism that's purveyant through this entire movie. The whole arms melt and the metal cuffs. Oh, that was a pretty cool ass scene. That was a, that was a cool scene. Um, tone deaf slapstick. Oh, when the ladies come up from then they, they get dropped off at the prison camp and you got the two guys that run the prison canteen and they're like, oh, let's put the thing up. Oh, oh, oh look, it fell down. And he knocked out the stick. Yeah, there was a bit of a misplaced slapstick. In there. Oh, which leads into the next point, which could be our final one. There's we could go on forever. But the next the last point we'll make is jack off book sales pitch. <laughs> Oh, the naive guard who needs like advice and the guy sells him the book so he can go and try to seduce one of the girls and it doesn't work because she's trying to steal his gun. He's got the book and he like, yeah, it's like a three, four minute scene of this dude looking at a book. Oh, number 37. Oh, baby. Oh, man. And regard and checking the book and then turns back to the girl. So that gives the girl the chance to like undo his holster and like try to pull his gun out so it was a big ruse in that way like a huge setup so that she could take his gun so dumb it's so dumb it was dumb and and it then it just i don't know it turns into chaos this felt like it was written by a dude that was obviously high on hallucinogenics um just a vomit draft they're really there toward the last act there was more nudity there's really hardly any sex in this gimmick. Most yeah. of it is just a bunch of people in a in a sugarcane field talking a bunch of nonsense. It's a bunch of women in shorts with their midriff showing with machetes cutting cane. So if you like shorts and you like legs, there's about 40, 50 women in this movie running around in teeny tiny shorts with beautiful legs. There's a couple of cat fights. Uh, but no, this is there's there was no smut. This was, no, this was smutless. So smutless. And I think, you know, we're doing a real disservice to this movie here, Paul, and to our listeners, because I have a feeling all the shit we've talked makes this movie sound amazing. It was crap. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was not fun to watch. No, it was not. It was weird. It was very, very weird. And, you know, we've been watching the Andy Milligan movies, so I'm primed for weird, but especially like after watching Seeds of Sin. I don't know. The, that was that was so fucked up and trashy and dark and smutty. Yeah. Buddy. And so this was this seemed like this seemed like the parent trap with Haley fucking (laughs) (laughs) Davis may as well have been, you know, fucking Kim Richards and escape to which mountain. This was like, this was really tame, especially, I think, you know, what we were based on what we, uh, seen in the, in the, in the trailer, it looked saucy. It looked scandalous. 
scandalously saucy. I was ready. I was so ready for this one. Fuck yeah, because I saw that picture of Phyllis Smith. Then you sent me that, and I was like, fuck, she's hot. What's she in? We looked it up. There she is. Let's check that out. Again. She was adorable with the machine gun when they finally do do the rebellion and they take over and she's this teeny tiny little badass with big boobies. <laughs> oh, God, such a bait and switch on this thing. So at the end of the day, Paula, what do you give this thing, Jacqueline wise? Mm, let me see. There were a lot of really cute shorts. A lot of beautiful women, but they didn't come across. <laughs> mm. And... The tit tease pissed me off more than anything. Mm-hmm. The violence, that's some good violence in it. But it was just such it's a... still tame, though. It was tame, and it was so scattershot. It was just a scattershot. So this is going to go in the full-blown, like, I'm going to say two. And I think that's just because there were a lot of really pretty women in short shorts. And it was it was a mess. It was a so fucking mess, but it was weird. I don't know. Yeah, it it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. It had one or two redeeming qualities, but overall, like I would never watch this movie again. No, yeah. nope. And I'm I'm really conflicted. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna go with you on a two because well, I'm really conflicted. I want to go lower than that, but it had some elements that I. Phyllis Davis is fucking phenomenal. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. She, every time she came on the screen, I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, she's a hottie. Damn, son. She's hottie. So, yeah, I'll give it a two. The movie is whack. There's just nothing that interesting about I mean, it. The camel toe can't even save it. Nope. Uh, this this episode, the video version of this episode is going to be far more interesting than the movie is. Because <laughs> we're going to just highlight all of the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah it, was, it was bad. It was really bad. And that was a bummer. But, you know, that's how it goes. There's bajillions huh? more smutty or hopefully smutty movies for us to watch out there. Yeah. And I think next week um, we're going to I we had been talking off air or during the movie because big shocker this movie made us sit and talk to each other not about this movie while we're watching it so and i think we had discussed uh the next movie we're gonna watch it it was um the next movie (laughs) is going to be i'm gonna choose this time and it's going to be Female teacher in rope hell. We're gonna watch female teacher in rope hell. Some Japanese bondage. Bondage smut. Oh my god. Okay. So, you trying to say something, Derek? <laughs> wicka wicka. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Satan is the name she goes by. There's a lot of devil in her eyes Kiss a fire that burns you well She breaks your heart and it hurts like Oh, words can't tell